You're listening to Mornings with Eric and Bridget right here on Moody Radio 89.3. We don't get to say this often, but we are getting to start a brand new program here on WRMB. It's going to be Sundays at noon, and it's called Relentless Pursuit Radio. And it's brought to us by Pastor Jimmy Scroggins of Family Church right here in South Florida. He joins us in studio now. Pastor Jimmy, thanks for being here. Oh, so glad to be here with you guys. You guys do such a tremendous job uh, being a blessing to our community here in South Florida, and we're glad to be a part now on the radio every week. Yeah. Usually when we start these conversations, I ask for definitions, like define the terms, okay? Radio we get, okay? Relentless pursuit. I think we get those terms too, but I guess my question though this time is, are we pursuing or are we being pursued? What direction is this going to Yeah, you're, you're, you're really getting it, Eric, because um, it's both. Obviously, because we know that God is in relentless pursuit of every person in the world and every person in South Florida. And so because God is in pursuit of us, God has now given us the ministry of reconciliation, it says Mm -hmm. in the Bible. So we are his ambassadors. So now we are joining God in relentless pursuit of every person in every family and every neighborhood in South Florida. Okay, let me ask about what it looks like. What's it look like for God to re- to pursue us? What does that look like? Well, obviously it begins all the way back in the beginning of the Bible. So if you go back to the first story in the Bible, Adam and Eve, they're in the garden and God is working with them. God is blessing them. God's instructing them. Even when they sin, God comes and finds them. God covers their sins, and God makes them uh, tremendous promises about a hope and a future. And all of those promises come true in Jesus Christ. So when God sends Jesus to earth, God is showing us his love for us, his identification with us, and God is bringing to fruition those promises and plans that he set in motion back in the garden in the story of Adam and Eve. And so now today, we are living that out. We know that Jesus has been crucified on the cross for our sins and raised from the dead, And God is inviting every boy, every girl, every man, and every woman from every neighborhood and every place, every language, and every race to come and know him by faith. And we get to be missionary outposts Mm -hmm. here where we live, where we work, where we play, and our churches are missionary outposts so that we can be in relentless pursuit with God for these people. You talk about the different neighborhoods and our churches. Uh, your church, Family Church, has uh, several different locations. Tell us a little bit about your church because that's who you're preaching to on Relentless Pursuit Radio. Right. So our church at Family Church, we're uh, a multi-site church. We're a, a family of neighborhood churches with 14 locations, going to be 15 this fall. We have locations in St. Lucie County, Martin County, and Palm Beach County. And uh, we're in multiple languages, and our goal is to be, again, to be a missionary outpost uh, in these different neighborhoods, contextualizing our ministry to reach the people in the neighborhoods that we're trying to partner with and that we're, where we're trying to make a difference. It's a, a little bit of a different model than we see from churches that are a little larger because you're empowering those churches. You're not like you're not taking over, and I, I'm not using that term derogatory. I'm just saying you're there to empower them, correct? We are. So we have live local leadership and live teaching at every location. So we have a lot of our friends and churches that we're friends with here and we partner with in in the area. And they do uh, preaching by video screen, which we think is a great method. And there are churches that do a tremendous job uh, getting God's word out that way. But we do it differently. We do live teaching at every location and we have live local leadership. And that's part of kind of the ethos of how uh, we did because we, we say we want to put a neighborhood pastor in a neighborhood building in a neighborhood church that speaks the neighborhood language. And then we want to add, if we can, a neighborhood school there 
to make a difference in that neighborhood. Mm. You obviously believe God's word has the power to transform people. I want to ask a more personal question. How did you decide to give really your life to preaching God's word? How did he call you into that ministry? That's such a great question, Bridget, because uh, so when I was a young man, I always wanted to be in the military. And so I went to West Point when I got out of high school. I, I wanted to be a leader in the military. I wasn't able to stay that course. I ended up getting cancer, and I couldn't stay in the military, and I got out, and God let me work through that and healed me of all of that. And then I I wanted to be an attorney, and I wanted to go into politics. But then as as I was a college kid, I was was, um, volunteering at my church working with middle school kids. And for the first time, somebody let me teach the Bible. And I didn't really know how to do it, and I don't think I did a very good job. But the fact that I had this opportunity and I was seeing the lives of middle school young men being transformed by the teaching of God's word, and it kind of lit a fire in me. So I went and met with my pastor and I said, hey, um, if I wanted to be like a pastor and do what you do, what would I do? I don't know. I don't know if I'm called. I think I'm volunteering. How do I, how do, I do it? And he pointed me to 1 Timothy chapter 3, verse 1. It says, if any man desires the work of an overseer, it's a good work he desires to do. And he says, the fact that you have a desire is a good indicator that God might be calling you. And we begin to have conversations and begin to pursue it like that. But I got into this, honestly, Bridget, because I wanted to see the lives of young people transformed by God's word. And that really fired me up then and fires me up now. Mm. I think so many people are looking for their lives to be transformed and to to have meaning in their life, but maybe they just don't realize that it is God's Word that can do that. So what encouragement would you have for someone who's listening, who's also searching for meaning in their life right now? It really can be found in the pages of Scripture. Well, when you, when you believe that the Bible is God's Word, as you just said, which I do, and I know that you guys do as well, when you believe that the Bible is God's Word, it is inspired by the Holy Spirit When you're reading this book, you're not just reading an old book. You're not just reading a famous book. You have the opportunity for the God of the universe who created you and everything that exists to speak directly into your life because he's given us this gift of his communication in words that don't change that we can go back to again and again. And to me, that gives me this sense that my faith is rooted in something ancient, my faith is rooted in something cosmic, but it's rooted in something tangible that I can open up right now on my device, uh, on my copy of the Bible I have at home, on my computer, and I can hear God speak to me. I mean, th- there's just nothing like that. Mm-hmm. You know, you said something, um, the job of the overseer is a good pursuit, basically, right? Yeah. That's what you said. You didn't say it's an easy pursuit. And I no. think many people <laughs> think that if God has called me into something that I'm going to find this to be um, uh, pretty easy to to walk through these doors. But that's not the way it is, is it? No, it isn't. In fact, if you want to, you know, anytime God's working, whether you're in, you know, vocational ministry or whatever you're doing, when God is at work, there's always opposition. There's always challenges. And so if you're shocked that you're facing challenges or opposition (laughs) trying to do something for God, just open up your Bible and it'll help you get unshocked because all the way through the Bible, that's what people had to work their way through. But the cool thing about um, believing that God is at work and that we're joining him in his work is that really it's not our work, it's his work. And so whatever part God allows us to play, you know, when we face challenges, that might actually be part of God's design and part of God's journey for us. Hmm. 
Well, this is the type of Bible teaching you're going to get to hear on Relentless Pursuit Radio. It starts this Sunday at 12 p.m. Eastern Time right here at 89.3. I guess my question is, what type of Bible teaching? Is it expository? Are you going through the scriptures systematically? Tell us about what we can expect. Yeah, so we do believe in expository Bible teaching, but what we mean by that is we want to make sure every message is rooted in the teaching of Scripture and shaped by the passage of Scripture that we are talking about. But we also want to be practical because when we study the Bible, when we study God's Word, it should mean something to us. There should be some things we learn. Uh, There should be some attitudes that maybe we need to change, some motivations we need to examine, but there also are some things to do. And so when people hear Relentless Pursuit Radio, I think they're going to get very Um, in-depth study of Scripture, but it's going to be combined with practical insights and things you can actually do in your life. Mm. All right, let's get some favorites. Let's have some fun here. What's your favorite (laughs) book to preach or study, or maybe there's two different ones there? Yeah, well, I, I like them all. I do like the Gospel of Matthew, and I do like the book of Genesis. Okay. Really? I th- Genesis is a unique one. I, usually people say something like Philippians, or but why Genesis? Well, I like Genesis because that's where it all starts. And if you understand the story of Genesis from the story of creation and what happened in the garden, and then you begin to see how God unfolds all of this from the flood to the patriarchs like Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and you begin to hear these first promises, it sets the whole thing up. In fact, if you don't understand the book of Genesis— I'm not sure the book of Philippians or the book of Romans really can be understood very well without that background. Mm -hmm. All right. Who's your favorite author outside of Scripture that you would go to read or um, to if you're if you're struggling with a passage, where would you go? Well, if I'm struggling with a passage, there's so many um, great people and there's different uh, pastors and different scholars who feature who 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 specialize in different areas Mm -hmm. of the text. I think John MacArthur's commentaries are very, very good and very, very accessible. But then the truth is my favorite author is Francis Schaeffer, and he was a Christian philosopher. And the reason he doesn't really write a lot of commentaries about specific passages of Scripture, but he helps to integrate Scripture with your thinking and your worldview. And I think that's as important as anything for a Christian. Mm. All right. uh, What's your favorite sports team? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, man, I'm going to go with the Miami Dolphins. Who would right. right? Where do we live, guys? <laughs> you can't go wrong there. Are we going to make it next year? What do you think? <laughs> you know, I like having Tyreek. I think Tyreek is great. I, so I was preaching in Kansas City uh, earlier this year, and my uh-huh. opening statement was, I'm Jimmy Scroggins. I live in South Florida. Thank you for sending us Tyreek. <laughs> and they all start going, boo. <laughs> I'm not sure that was a good uh, way to they start. Get, <laughs> they did get the last laugh, though. Yeah, I think. They, yeah, they sure did. did. Yeah, I don't oh, think, they think they're doing fine. <laughs> well, if you would have find out more about a family church we've got a link to their website and also be listening starting this sunday at 12 noon right here on wrmb for relentless pursuit radio all right one last question what are you guys studying in church right now so right now we're going through the book of first timothy and we're talking about habits of a healthy church culture but we're thinking that the way that these habits uh go and the way that saint paul unfolds them for his protege timothy Every one of these habits can be applied in our personal lives, in our families, in our businesses. And so we're studying this at Family Church right now. And one of these days, I'm sure it'll be on Relentless Pursuit Radio. Excellent. All right. Well, thank you for coming in. We do appreciate mm-hmm. you spending some time with us this morning and letting us know about this program, more about you and your ministry. Yeah, you guys are always such a blessing. Thanks for having me on.